Hey, this is Richard, and I'd like to let you know that I'll be at Sequel Bits, March 14th to 18th, 2023, at the ICC Wales. Network, develop, and share your data knowledge at the conference for leading data professionals, including past run-as guests like Bob Ward, Ginger Grant, David Pless, Aaron Stilato, Buck Woody, and more. Go to runasradio.com slash sequelbits to register before Jan 13th and get early bird pricing. And I'll see you there. From runasradio.com, you're listening to Run As Radio, the internet audio talk show for IT professionals with Richard Campbell. This is Brandon Wen announcing show number 862, Local Administrator Password Solution, with guest Jeremy Moskowitz. Recorded Tuesday, December 13th, 2022. Run As Radio is produced each week by Sound Thoughts, LLC. For more information, visit soundthoughtsllc.com. You can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash runasradio. Hi, this is Richard Campbell. Thanks for listening to Run As Radio. My guest today is Jeremy Moskowitz on the Freaker Flyer program. And Jeremy is an 18-time MVP awardee, first in group policy and then in enterprise mobility. In his popular books, Group Policy, Fundamental Security, and the Managed Desktop, and MDM, Fundamental Security, the Modern Desktop, are on the thousands of administrators' desks around the world, including mine. Uh, Jeremy is the founder and CTO of PolicyPack Software, which was recently acquired by Netrix. And Jeremy is still the CTO of the Netrix PolicyPack product, leading desktop product strategy for Netrix. Jeremy performs his online and in-person group policy university and deep dive group policy health checks for organizations for all sizes and can be found blogging at mdmandgpanswers.com and you can follow him at, at Jeremy Moskowitz. Uh, now, you're in Colorado these days, aren't you? Yeah, I decided to just like get up and move randomly. My wife said, hey, we're moving to Colorado and if you want to stay married, that's where we're going. Because <laughs> sometimes you're outnumbered one to one. That's exactly right. My vote, <laughs> I, I feel like... Um, my household, I'm like Puerto Rico. I'm heard, but no vote. <laughs> we appreciate your opinion. We may, we may or may not take it into consideration. That's exactly right. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's turned out to be totally fine. Um, yeah, it's, it's good. Actually, timing really worked out. Uh, I, you know, I thank you for the lovely intro. Yeah. I mean, it was interesting. You know, we just like put away the last book on the bookshelf and, you know, took, you know, Debox the last box and oh, wow. cut, you know, and then all of a sudden, knock, knock, knock. Hi, uh, we're Netrix. We think Policy Pack would be excellent for uh, us to have a partnership uh, slash um, uh, acquisition. Is that interesting for you? Uh, yes, I now officially have the bandwidth to have that conversation. Yeah, now that you're moved. Yeah. Well, so congratulations then. I mean, it's yes. a heck of a thing. And I mean, certainly our relationship has continued on exactly as before. We just, I say a few different words in the ads. Yeah. Uh, we, we've done a couple of, uh, online events together. Yeah. Like it's things seem more or less the same. You're just part of a bigger team. Yeah, exactly. We have more resources behind us and uh, we get to do cool product integrations and it's, it's been great, great, great all around. So I'm, I'm thrilled and we'll do it again. Yeah. Good for you, man. And, and, yeah, the product's still the definitive product in the space, let's face it. So, I mean, Network's got something very special 
when you came on board oh. and uh, clearly, you know, thanks for saying so. Expanded their their rosters as well. Well, the desktop is where it's at, man. I mean, look, <laughs> uh, if you think about it, that's where if you if if there's an organization, if you if you're an organization, you might have I'm making it up, fifty servers and five thousand desktops, or five hundred servers and fifty thousand desktops. Right. So you need something to be able to manage the heck out of your servers and something to be able to manage the heck out of your desktops. And, uh, um, that, that, that's where, that's where the hot activity is. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's funny as much as the cloud is impacting our organizations extensively, we still seem to have desktop machines. Well, I like to say that Windows is Windows wherever you go. And what I mean by that is like, look, you can have Windows on-prem. You could have Windows um, not domain-joined. You could have Windows uh, with MDM. You know, you could have Windows in VDI land. You could have Windows in um, Azure 365, you know, uh, you know, Windows 365. The point is that Windows is still Windows wherever you go. And it still needs to be well-managed or well-healed no matter what. Yeah. So your problems are still your problems no matter what your management vector is. If it's group policy today, if it's MDM tomorrow, if it's I'm making, you know, some other thing in the future that doesn't, whatever. The desktop itself still needs to be handled um, in, 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 you know, in some major capacity. Yeah, protected, defended. Monitored all of those sorts of things. Yeah, all those things, and that's where um, our, you know, I think our topic is going to be really, really helpful. Yeah, you know, you suggested this, and I was bloody embarrassed. We have never done a show on laps. How have we? Ne- yeah, all these years. Yeah, because it, it's not like we didn't know about it. It's not like we haven't used it. But how we've been? Oh, oh man, laps is a little tool that could, man. <laughs> Because let's face it, like admin privileges on workstations is an excellent attack vector for the black hats. Like it's the way to go. Well, why don't we why don't we set the stage for folks about well, let's define what LAPS is. All right, I mean, hey, look, we, all right. So it stands for local admin password solution. Right. Okay. And the first three or four times you say LAPS, you're like hee 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 LAPS, you know, it's, it's kind of giggly, right? It sort of sounds like you're making like a like a joke that would be somewhat off color, but it's not. By the, by the time you turn around, it's like I just let that go. So laps, laps, laps. What does laps do? Its job is to, you know, like, actually, before I even answer that question, I'm going to guess, Richard, that mm. you have on your desktop a, a, a website password manager, like a LastPass or a OnePass. I'm just guessing that, that you have something like that. I do indeed. And let me, get, let me let, let's talk about why you have something like that first. Because if the bad guys take over um, your password at, um, you know, uh, some airline, okay? Uh, yes. United Airline. And then your password was a... Uh, I am Richard and I am awesome. One, two, three. And then you use that same password over at uh, American Airlines. Then, then the bad guys could take your uh, flight credits and you know be naughty with them. Does right. that make sense? Right? Yeah, hundred percent. Right. Okay, okay. That's the exact same problem that Microsoft was looking to solve with Laps. And in fact, here's the key thing: that Microsoft didn't. Well, yes, of course they solved this, but it wasn't like a part of core Microsoft, it was some Microsoft field engineer, some pr- premier field engineer mm-hmm. who was just like, you know what, this is a problem that needs to be solved. And so what LAPS is trying to do is to get, is to deal with the same generalized concern of what a password manager, like a one pass or a last pass is trying to do, which is have every single freaking desktop because there is a local admin password on it. Always. Boy, howdy, wouldn't it be great if instead of having the exact same password of Richard is awesome one two three on every single one, instead have it completely randomized on each one. So if you 
know one, you don't know another, right. but have some kind of centralized database for it, and every so often, rotate those passwords in and out, and when you do, um, boy howdy, that'd be amazing. That is the that is the point of what Labs does. Right. So, that we, so when someone, if we get breached for whatever reason, many possible vectors, if they manage to get the admin password for that machine, it doesn't work anywhere else. That's it. Yeah, you're sort of stopping this idea of lateral movement yeah. or the idea of if you know one thing, you know the same thing over there and you can use that to your advantage to discover more stuff. You're putting, you know, what I like to call light railroad tracks between PCs. Okay, you can still ping them, you can still like look at them whatever, but you can't you're not an admin by the sense that you're already an admin on another machine. Right. That's a big deal. Yeah. So I have encouraged people in the group policy training class and in my book and just for years Hey man, there's no downside. Use Labs now. There, unfortunately, you know people have used Labs for both good and for evil, and I, I think I think <laughs> we should probably talk about that a little bit. Yeah, let's talk about where, where Labs is um, supposed to be used and where it's not supposed to be used. So where it's supposed to be used is what I like to call over-the-shoulder help. What does that mean? It means like you make a call to the help desk and the help desk says, let me remote control into your machine to do something that you can't do. Okay. Right. And they, they, they break glass in case of emergency and they get the password out of the vault. We'll talk about what that is in a minute. That's not important. So they get, they break, they break glass and get the password out. And that password is six B G at percent G nine, whatever. So some long, strong password. Mm -hmm. They, they type, they type it in and become super God for that session. Now, the, the the person who's having the problem, let's call the guy Bob. Bob is having the problem. He doesn't have the password. He isn't, the help desk has this super admin password. Right. But, you know, the help desk is doing their thing. They uninstall the software. They tweak the driver. They do this very high-privileged local admin-like thing. And then they're done. Okay, right. that, that That's over-the-shoulder help. And it could either be done remotely or literally over-the-shoulder, where it's like Bob is at his desk. Somebody comes to his desk. Somebody has the sticky note the password on it, which is not going to be given to Bob and they do the thing and then they shred the sticky note and, and you're done. That's the good use of labs. That's what it's intended to use. Break glass in case of emergency. Right. Yeah. But where it's evil, where people have lost their minds and I'm sorry, but this is, this is where <laughs> I got to call an audible as they say is what I have often heard people say, like, no, no, no. So we don't need like a thing that'll do this. Uh, that'll do like, Privilege escalation, like your pause back least privilege manager tool. Like I, I don't, I don't need that because we've got laps in place. And I just like I shuffle around and look at my shoes for a minute because like I'm like I have to like poise myself to like give them the bad news mm -hmm. because the bad news is, Richard. Let me ask you a question. Would you want to give me your local admin password on your machine for even I'm going to make it up five minutes? Would that be a good idea or a bad idea? Giving out passwords is always a bad idea. Doesn't matter which one yeah, it is. Exactly. Because when you give oh another password to somebody, what are you doing? You're literally giving them a separate identity. And when you do, you don't know what they're doing. Yeah. So what I what people will say to me is no, no, no laps is great. Uh, the end user has a problem. They're going to upgrade their own driver. I'll give them the password. And laps is so nifty, it'll just reset the password in seven to fourteen days. And I just like look at the wall and I'm like, oh my gosh, we have a huge problem. <laughs> okay. Because you don't want to give users this full bore local admin rights sure. thing where they can do whatever they want. And you know, that's why there is tools and tooling, you know, from from vendors like us and others such that that will give you precisely precise control over what you're trying to do as opposed to full bore you know admin right access now you can force a password change on demand can't you uh not unless you're using the new version oh there's a new version 
Yes. And in fact, I think we need to get clear about our vocabulary. Even if it's wrong, I think we should make some de- definition terms. I think we should call the old laps, okay. laps one. Laps one. I think we should call the new laps, laps two. Okay. I think when we do, and in fact, if you look around and you poke around in the new laps, you, you'll see references to laps two. So I feel pretty confident in that. Right. So let's just, let's just go with that. So that way when we make a distinction between you know, old and new, we just call it laps one and laps two, and everyone will just know what we're talking about. And and, and I'm not asking about I can force a password change just because it's okay to give the guy the password because then you can take it away from him a few minutes later because you still don't know what they're going to do with it. No, that's precisely right. Once I educate a user, you can ask for the, the admin password for your machine and you can do anything you want while you have that, that's just trouble. You, you want to supervise. Yeah, that's exactly it. And we want to and we want to walk away from that problem. And right. you know, laps two is not trying to solve for that problem. Laps no. the, the the generalized design goals between laps one and laps two are basically the same. There's a lot of great new stuff in laps two, which we'll cover mm-hmm. and so on. And uh, but the point is, is that you know, it's not trying to get out of the. Um, Hey, is there some magical way for me to give the user the local admin password and just go get a beer? No, don't do that. That's right. not the point of what Laps is. So I just wanted to talk about the good points and the evil places. Because there's still a need for using those local admin passwords, whether it's a, a, a ticketed request or not, right? There's internal work you might need to do on machines and so on. Just have, but yeah, I mean, everything you can do remotely, you want to, right? You yeah. either want to use group policy or an SCCM or an Intune to do all the configuration that you need. But of course, there's always going to be some bonkers thing that refuses to to work through one of those methods. Some some reason that you have to hand tweak a configuration as an admin on a box. Legitimate, you know, legitimate requests. But again. Don't give it. Don't leave that up to the end user, right? Uh, you know, because then they then they just got full rights everywhere. So f- at its fundamentals, then Laps allows us to have different local admin passwords on every workstation in the organization, and they are routinely changed without our effort at all. That's exactly right, right. and it does so in in a nifty way. Uh, the Laps one was sh- shipped as uh, like a as a single MSI that kind of had like a dual function. It was pretty nifty. You double click the MSI on your machine, on Richard, the big, smart, good looking admin machine. And he got a bunch of group policy settings that he can configure into the client. And then the second thing is that you could deploy that same MSI to the client machine, 1,000, 10,000, 50,000 machines. And when you did that, Magically, the client-side extension was there, which is the magic deliciousness that makes group policy go. Mm-hmm. And then the policy settings that you set would target to the machines, and then boom, you, the configurations would work. And then the data store um, for Laps One was only inside, you know, the Active Directory we we know and love. That was the only place that that it existed. Okay. What about Azure Active Directory? Well, that's where Laps Two comes in, my friend, uh, and that's and 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 you know th- there was like a whole kind of I'm gonna uh, I hope nobody gets upset, but like a little cottage industry of like, man, there's this huge gap between Laps and this thing that doesn't exist yet. So there are a bunch of like homegrown, homesprung cottage industry solutions for this problem. Um, you know, that you can poke around for this you know stuff like Cloud Laps, and they're all good. But what they what they're trying to do is sort of like replicate the generalized principles of Laps into this. Uh, into what Laps Two is uh, before Laps Two actually came out, and actually we should we should say that even uh, right now as we're recording this, Laps Two isn't 
fully shipped. Um, it, it's partially shipped, and you know, I can describe some of the vectors that have shipped and some of the vectors that haven't shipped if, if we're interested, but it's not fully baked. So if we get something wrong here, please, no uh, no nastygrams or whatever, because there's only so much <laughs> that we could do here. I understand that they, that Microsoft's doing its thing where it's not just giving us a new version, here you go, but that it's a piece-by-piece piece update. Exactly, yeah. And I think we should talk about, you know, sort of like the, like I said, the old structure was that there was an MSI bolt-on that would yep. perform the operation. Now, the the new version, LAPS 2, this is, they, they've really taken a, a a Jeremy approved stance for, mm-hmm. for, for what, the, what they're doing here. Um, and while they've removed it from being a proper client side extension, which is a little bit of a bummer, what they have done is they've made it into like part of the operating system. I think it, I think it might, I'm not sure if it's a service or a scheduled task, or I'm not precisely sure what the mechanism is, but the point is that the client, the, the moving part that makes it go is like built into the latest versions of windows 11. Uh, now that's in the, future shipping, you know, fast channel version right, right now, but expect it soon to a theater near you built into the operating system. And this is a good idea and one that I approve of uh, because it's not a separate install. Right. When you do a Windows update, it'll just be, but you know, just be part of the part of the story, which is really great. And there's just not a lot of brain power involved. It's just like you update Windows, you update this. Um, right now, there's no Windows 10 version. Um, I expect them to backport it to Windows 10. It doesn't seem like a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, that's that's the that's the gist. And then then the, the then the admin pieces are uh, you know pretty similar. The idea is that there's going to be a power there's a PowerShell module that you that you can run, and also you know what they're working on is the is the Azure piece or really the the Intune uh, manipulation thereof of the of the same client. Right. And Jeremy, I got to interrupt for one moment for this very important message. You want to remove local admin rights, but using LAPS or giving users a sticky note with a local admin password on it is not the answer. Get committed to the principle of least privilege with PolicyPack Least Privilege Manager, part of Netrix's PolicyPack. With PolicyPack Least Privilege Manager, you'll be able to overcome specific UAC prompts and enable users to do admin-like things, such as install specific software, change their IP addresses, add and remove printers, update drivers, and more. Anytime a standard user gets the dreaded UAC prompt, you simply overcome it safely and securely with PolicyPack Least Privilege Manager. Most cyber insurance companies won't even sell you a policy anymore unless you're fully removing admin rights. And with PolicyPack Least Privilege Manager, removing local admin rights is easy. To learn more, come to PolicyPack.com and sign up for the daily demo and start your free trial. That's PolicyPAK.com. Networks PolicyPack. Data security made easy. And we're back. It's Run As Radio. I'm Richard Campbell. That's Jeremy Moskowitz. We're talking a little bit about Windows Laps, the local ad- administrator password solution. And it's this gradual improvement. I'm like, I'm looking at the learn docs here. And it's saying the Laps is for Windows 11 is only part of the wi- one of the insider previews at the moment. We're recording this yes. in December. They're talking about releasing sometime in 2023. This publishes in January. So who knows? This is all in yeah. flux right now, but clearly yeah. it's it's being it's being upgraded, and and it almost feels like they're encouraging encouraging us to use Win Eleven in our organizations by putting it out in eleven first. Well, you want to get a feel for how it works. See, yeah, see, yeah. don't you see? see? Yeah. So when you try, yeah. So you try Windows eleven, and you're like, oh, it's not so bad. It's not going to bite me. Mm-hmm. And then it, and, and then you're like, oh, okay, well then later I'll I'll backport. You'll know, get the backport if you know, if slash when it ships, and I have no. 
nobody's telling me if it's uh, backporting or shipping. This is all, you know, this is all just me looking into the crystal ball. It seems likely because they're already showing that in the the new version of Laps, there is a legacy Laps emulation mode. Yeah, well, the legacy labs emulation mode is really nifty, right? So the gist is like, look, they know. Like I said, this is the little this is the little tool that could, right? right? It started started off life as a as a PSS add on, right? Something you could download if you you know if you engaged in Premier support services, mm-hmm. uh, or their, their PFE rather, their Premier field engineer stuff, and then you could just use it, and then like if you had problems they would be like uh well you're kind of on your own and then it actually went into like full supported mode right um and now it's freaking everywhere and because it's everywhere uh laps 2.0 needs a way for them to have a really good you know line in the sand between all the times before we're using laps one and all the times after well there's that's that they're going to need to have a, an on-ramp to that. And right. so what happens is that if you have laps one on your machine and then you add laps two to your machine or vice versa, okay, what happens is that laps two says, nope, nope, you win laps one. So let me say that again. If you've got lap, if you've already got a modern client that has the latest lap, uh, the Windows 11 that has the laps two built in, right. and then you install the laps one client, the laps two uh, built-in agency thing takes a dive and says, "I'm I shouldn't exist because the old Laps client is here." Right. So in this way, you're able to have all the Laps machines that the that are running Laps one and all the machines that are running Laps two. Oops, and Laps one all using Laps one. Right. Until you're ready to make the conversion over, and all this stuff is stored in the Active Directory schema as an option or stored in Azure Directory uh, Azure AD, but not. Both. Let me say it again. It's a really important point. Yeah. You can store this magical password thing either in on-prem AD or in Azure AD, but not both. In fact, the very first decision you need to make when you're spinning up laps is where do I want to store these things? It's the you know, you, you, and that you, that's the first decision you have to make in, at Showtime. I got to think if you're using Azure AD, that's where you'll put it. I I think that different organizations are going to feel differently about different things. I yeah. think like some people might have on-prem AD and heading toward Azure AD. Uh, if you're hybrid, you can, you know, I, you could go either way. I think the, I think the docs are like, you should probably be using Azure for that, but I don't yeah. think it's required. I think the point is that different orgs are going to do different things. Um, you know, what's also true is that, you know, the getting the passwords out of a uh, lapse to um, is uh, a better experience uh, today in on-prem AD than it is in Azure AD. Oh, interesting. Like the only, yeah, like it's just like you know they're they're working on the tooling and yeah, working on the clickety clicks inside. Yeah, and so like I think that what might happen is that some organizations might say like let's just keep doing what we're doing and then in some future land we go to Azure AD. It's just nice to be able to know you can use a tool and go to the future land. That's okay too. My my concern is the company machine in someone's home. You know. It, because generally, if I'm the only way I'm going to get group policy pushes, which seems to be what laughs one depends on, is with a VPN connection back to the office. Hundred percent right. Yes, yeah. and if you've got that scenario, then I couldn't agree more. I think you're totally, totally on the right track. Right. But tons of organizations, um, you know, as many organizations that went to the cloud, there's the same amount that didn't go to the cloud during yes. the pandemic. And so, you know, you, I think Microsoft did an excellent job here of making sure that. Um, 
You get all the interesting new side benefits of LAPS in general by going to LAPS too, getting the benefits, the same benefits as group policy as you do with, say, an MDM service like Intune. So, uh, right. again, real thumbs up here. Yeah, and, I, and I, I get the idea that how how are you administering machines? Like, are you using Intune? Are you using group policy? Like, what's the tooling around that are all part of how LAPS needs to work? Yeah, well, the tooling in group policy land is pretty similar. There's just a bunch of ADMX files. You can double clickety click on stuff and you right. make your choices, and Bob's your uncle. Like, that's easy. The problem set right now is in um, MDM slash Intune land. And actually, I want to. I want to split hairs and actually break those two words apart, MDM and also Intune. Those are two different things. MDM is the concept of the mechanism that lets you deliver settings, and Intune is Microsoft's product for that, okay? Right. So it's two different things, right? So said another way, um, if you don't want to use Intune, you should be able to use some other MDM service that exists out there and get the exact same benefit and how can you do that? Well, there's this sort of lingua franca called OMA URI settings, which are gnarly what? hand edited. Yeah, okay, yeah. So <laughs> this is remember, uh, MDM is based upon phones. Okay, so right. the the whole, the whole underpinnings is this phone based system. Anywho, the idea is that there's this this is gnarly hand coded thing called OMA dash URI settings, and that is the shipping mechanism. Or when this thing ships in Intune land, um, it's going to be that. So I sometimes call those third-class settings. Um, the first-class experience where you can clickety-click, just like you can do in group policy land, mm -hmm. that will come soon in a theater near you, way after this, you know, you know, debuts this this podcast debuts. But the point is that if you want to like get started on it, um, uh, you know, when it's available for for uh, for for others to preview. In other words, this this idea of getting the passwords into Azure. It's not even available for everybody. That's right. That's a that's a some people's thing. You, can't, you can't get it for everybody at this moment. You can still do the group policy thing and the, the on-prem AD, but if you want to do the Azure thing, when it comes out, it's probably not going to ship with first-class, clickety-click, beautiful settings in Intune. Right. And that's okay because that means, again, you can use it, use these kind of gnarly OMA URI style settings for now, for now, until the clickety-clicks magically show up in the MDM service of your choice, right. if it's Intune or if it's something else. Now, I've got all the passwords in, in, in stashed away in AD. How do I access them to do work and keep it secure so the Black Hats don't have access to all of my local system bin passwords? Yeah, exactly. That's a really good question. And and this changed in a, in a good way between LAPS 1 and LAPS 2. But let's, mm -hmm. it was even pretty good in LAPS 1. Mm -hmm. And so the idea is that in LAPS 1, the way it worked is that there was, you do some PowerShell scary magic. And by the time it was over, you started dictating these people who are special admins can do uh, can read these special passwords that are baked into uh, some schema objects inside Active Directory. But wait a minute, hold on. Here's the thing that will get people all riled up: the password was 100% clear text. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Which is which on the its face on its face seems really bad, right? Why would you want to store all, all these sensitive passwords in clear text? Well, in the same way, you got to believe in ACLs, right? Well. We believe in ACLs every day, right? The the salary.txt file on server ABC is merely protected by ACLs. It's not encrypted. It's merely protected by ACLs. So there's just ACLs all over the place in Active Directory. And when you configure LAPS correctly, emphasis on correctly, mm -hmm. the idea is that you would magically not have the bad guys be able to 
read those passwords. Right. Now, of course, not everybody knows how to configure things correctly. Yeah. And as such, the big kind of black eye that Laps really had on-prem was this challenge of storing stuff uh, in clear text. So they have fixed that in Laps 2. You can, in fact, um, encrypt the password. And the idea is that I think it uses the um, the, the group ID of the uh, domain administrator's account and goes through the encryption API and uses that to scramble it somehow. I'm not an expert on on that part, but it does seem like it will just do it if you want to. And, or you could name a particular account that you want to use as sort of the, the seed for it. Yeah, exactly. And and but it is it's not going to type it in for me anything. It's just, just going to spit it out out of a out of a PowerShell window like that. that uh, Got to type it in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So right when. It, Right. So your question is, hey, how do I actually retrieve the password mm-hmm. in Laps 1.0? Um, you know, again, it was in clear text, and you could do it in at least three different ways. Right. You could do it. You could do it in PowerShell. You could read the attribute directly. Um, there was a, a what's called this is fun a fat Laps client is what it used to be called, uh-huh. and you could yeah. So you could actually double click on that uh, and and sort of query the database. So there's any number you could use Active Directory users at computers and like go to a super duper advanced scale mode and see the, the attributes. So like there were any number of methods and provided the ACL said you were the God that right. could get those, that data, you were good to go. Now, again, the gist is um, there are going to be t- at, at least two methods. I think the fat laps client is not going to ship. Um, it will still work if you're in the laps emulation mode, but it's not going to work in the new way. So in laps to land, if you use that schema, mm-hmm. that schema is only going to be supported by PowerShell and then the first class solutions. The one that will eventually show up in Azure uh, and or MDM. And then the other one, it's just, which is going to be part of Active Directory users at computers. I couldn't quite get that part uh, rectified. I'm not sure exactly what version of Active Directory users at computers is going to have this new laps tab in the same way where you're configuring, you know, user attributes, there's you know, password, regular password and uh, restrictions, that 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 pain in Active Directory users right. at computers. There's going to be a new tab called laps. Uh, I'm not quite sure how that's going to ship yet, but uh, that's the that's where it's going to end up as first class experience. Yeah, yeah, no, and it, and it's it I I like it. It's powerful. You almost want it to be able to to use Laps to actually force the login where you never see the password. But uh, well, yeah, I mean, there's there's all sorts of really interesting new kind of scenarios that mm-hmm. that they that they put together. Like one of them is this idea of hey, as soon as it's used, immediately start rotating it. So yeah. that was something you asked about earlier, and that. That's that's you know one of these little base hit chip wins that I think is a really good one and one that it's it's just great to see that it, it did get a lot of attention like in a way we we've kind of heard the trope of like well why bother doing anything about on prem AD they're not investing it anywhere right no that is clearly not true mm-hmm. I mean this is a this is a thing that's built in the operating system it hooks into Active Directory and and so much so that it actually requires um, functional level 2016 uh, for domain in order to do that password encryption so I think uh, I, 180 may not be the right term uh, here but I will say that the, the the trope of like you know maybe we should only do everything in cloud land because Microsoft right. isn't investing in on-prem AD. I think that's um, that idea seems to be a little outmoded. Um, and I, I think this is a nice, I think this is nice the acknowledging that got to meet customers where you are and also have uh, functionality for the future. Um, uh, but, you know, this, this guide path between old laps and new laps. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy with the way this is coming out. Yeah, no, it, it, it seems very powerful and does 
speak to the overall problem. And I like that security twist of you have to give permission to an account uh, just because that's very opaque to the black hats. Like, good luck trying to figure out which account is which, especially if you're doing a just enough administration thing where we make an account for the purpose of having access to local admin accounts rather than just casting it onto every sysadmin. Absolutely. I mean, you know, one of my other favorite features is this idea called password history, where you can store the previous passwords up to 12. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I, when I, when I first read about this, I was like, why would I need to know some previously old oh. and crusty password? Yeah. And then I real, I, then I got it. I got the memo. It's because look, every once in a while, some device catches fire. Yep. And let's say, let's say the it, it caught fire on a Friday, but last Monday it actually rotated its password. Right. Oh, well, you got to better figure out a way to go backward. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to log on to the box to yeah. rejoin it to the domain or whatever it is. Yeah, you're going to roll back. Exactly. There's just no way to get it. And that just wasn't in Laps 1. And that's just the kind of thing that I think the Laps team was only – again, this is nobody's telling me. This is all no inside baseball stuff. It's just me sort of divining what I think is happening. It's just because Laps was so – popular and be and and just like the little tool that could and got out there those are the kinds of scenarios that like i hadn't heard of personally like nobody has like knocked on my door to jeremy but you could but you can see it happening like that yeah yeah i as soon as you described i'm like yeah that could happen and boy that would suck (laughs) and and some program manager was like yeah this is important enough let's get it in there and i have huge respect for like hearing what customers have to say for big and small, even these corner cases and, and jamming them in there. So I thought that was a really good one. Yeah. I could, it also strikes me that using a password, then forcing it to roll over is a good idea, or maybe waiting 20 minutes and roll it over. So if you have to use it twice, you don't have to keep fetching passwords just while you're, you know, the most likely time you're going to use a local admin password is right after the last time you used that local admin password. Yeah. Right. You've got a couple, you got a couple of UAC prompts to get around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So you're gonna- yeah, and you've got, and I think the default is that it won't, uh, you won't do anything. Uh, you just let, you know, just let it naturally roll over. It'll just naturally roll over, but it's normally not visible to the user at all. Heck it may not even be useful, visible to the admin and everything. Every time you use laps, that's logged. Oh yeah. 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 So um, you know, first and foremost, everything is, uh, you know, on the client, it now has its own, um, what we would call like, uh, uh events channel. Yes. Well, uh, yeah. So then now you can just sort of like take a look and see what's going on here. And the password was rotated and it's now storing in and it will tell you mm-hmm. on-prem AD or Azure AD. So all those things are, are on there. Um, you know, what does it look like in the, in Azure land? I don't really know, but right. you know, but but from 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 logging on the endpoint and then using your you know your tools and tooling to be able to round those events up and do interesting things with them. Of course, that's that's up to you. Yeah, no, and I'd love to have a record of when a when a password was fetched and which one was fetched because that then you can certainly see that sort of chain of behavior of this account was logged in, fetched this fetched this password, then it was used on this machine for this task. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's going to be, you know, again, some of these things are going to be TBD and yeah. we'll see how it shakes out and it probably we'll get some improvement over time and then it'll be stable and then that'll be it. I mean, I, I think it's, I think it's pretty brave. The folks that decided to, um, you know, decided to try to do some of these homegrown homespun um, solutions that mm-hmm. kind of like try to bridge the gap because it, it's, it was really obvious as soon as Azure AD came out, yeah. um, I was immediately getting questions, especially around the time when I was writing my my Intune book. I was like, "So, where's the laugh solution for 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 that?" It's like, "Well, there's all these really good interim solutions, and you right. can try that for now." 
Um, and I think the point is that it's this is one of those very obvious things that Microsoft was definitely going to do, and uh, they get they get the Jeremy seal of approval on the implementation of it. I really think it's an, they did an excellent job on, awesome. on, on what they've done here. Yep, great. Uh, it's a great story, and if you haven't used Laps yet, you need to because you have workstations in your life that have local admin accounts, and they need to be protected. Don't give those passwords away to your end users. That's where you get barbecued, my friend. Nothing good will come of that. No. Uh, Jeremy, so much fun to talk to you again. Thank you for for bringing this uh, up and the fact that it is evolving. I think Microsoft's using the term that V1 is Microsoft Laps and the new one is Windows Laps because that's not confusing at all. Okay. Well, let's just keep calling it. It's also exactly the reverse of everything else. Remember, everything used to be called Windows, then it started to be called Microsoft, and now they're going to do it the other way around. I, I, let's just call it laps one and laps two and everyone agree. knows exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So certainly if you're already using laps one, get ready for laps two. If you're not into laps yet, you know, get on the insider build and start experimenting with it. Cause it's, it's powerful stuff. And of course it depends on what you're doing with Azure AD. That's part of the equation as well. And, uh, and how you're going to manage all these things, but it's going to continue to evolve. And, but you got to deal with those passwords. They need to be locked down. Thank you, friend. My pleasure. This has been super awesome as usual. Really enjoyed it. You, you bet. And we'll talk to you next time on Ron Radio.